On today's It's Just Money, we have college football week eight lines, picks, and predictions along with the NFL and NHL. It is a picked, packed episode, and we cannot wait for you to listen to it. Before that, I want to talk to you about the Vigit app. Vigit is the number one social media sports betting app in the entire world. It is the fastest growing for good reason because what it is is a free-to-play sports book where you use coins to build up your balance and exchange for Amazon gift cards, t-shirts, and TVs. Best app in the world. you got to check it out for yourself. It's fun. You can compete against your friends, join betting leagues, and you need to join ours using the passcode WIN393. It is the best app in the world. Download today. Check it out for yourself if you don't believe me. And then come back and tell me you're sorry. Now let's go. Is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. What's up, bitches? Tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. This is episode 39, I believe. Um, today is Friday, October 22nd, and we're down a little bit. Down a little bad. Uh, down a little bad. I don't know if that's even a saying, but I'm going to make it Words. one. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's a saying now because um, that's what we are. Um, we both, all three of us had the most average weekends you could probably have, and we saw Arkansas get shit pummeled at home, and Bo Nix had a day. But the boys are here. We are all back in our home states, back from Fayetteville. False. It was, it was f- back where our homes are. GP does not like Minnesota. <laughs> he does not want to claim Minnesota as his home. It's not my home. It's but, a place I occupy for eight more months. I can't wait till you move and I'll be like, JP, remember when you lived in Minnesota? Yeah, I'm going to be – I trust me. I remember every day of it because it was just <laughs> – but okay, so the boys are here, as you can tell. Let's talk to them. Jake, how are we tonight on this fine Friday? Uh, I got the hoodie on, feeling really motivated. Back up a little bit from the mic. You're screaming you at us. <laughs> I'm, I am letting you guys know I have locked the fuck in. We're locked. Let's go. We all three uh, have hoodies on. I think the Hawks got powerful. Huge win for the Clones. It was a big win for the Clones last week, but huge game for the Clones this week. Big week for myself. If you have been fading me, good for you, but that shit ends now. That's fucking that no. shit. Ends ends now. Fire I'm me done. up. I'm done. I can't. I'm done sitting here feeling sorry for myself, and I'm ready to win some fucking money. I love so, that. I'm locked in. I'm a big fan of that. Okay, let's talk to JP. I don't think you're going to be as hype, but how are you? I'm good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm good. I'm good. Unrelated to anything sports, I'm good. Yeah, I mean that's well, Jordan, t- Jordan. Jordan, tell us, tell everybody about your Arkansas experience to let everybody. Oh, know. do you guys want to have the Arkansas experience? Yeah, that's what I was gonna bring up. All like, right. how? Do, what do we think about Fayetteville? What was our honest opinion about the atmosphere, and how did it go? Personally, I think <laughs> it honestly made me Just think silence. The the <laughs> SEC can. It made me hate the SEC a little more. I don't know how you guys felt, but I personally hate the SEC a little more. We met some okay people down there. There's some nice people who offered like us. Like four. Go. We met like yeah. four good people. Yeah, well, but nobody gives a shit about anybody else but themselves down there. And to be honest, Arkansas is one of the most overrated teams in the country, and Iowa State would whoop on them. So I don't want to hear this shit about SEC and how they're bigger and 
better than everybody else. So just made me hate him a little more. However, however, I had a good time with my friends and it was a fun and unique experience. I don't do every weekend. So. All right. Let's break down. Let's break down each part of the trip. All right. Ready? Number one. First thing we did food. Like we didn't do anything crazy food wise. We're, we're, we're not breaking good. down. We are not breaking down every second. Yeah, we are. Nobody wants to listen to that. They will turn this podcast off right now. No, they want to know <laughs> SEC country real or fake. And I'm about to give them the answer. Okay. At least that part of it. It honestly was not that it was not as advertised in Fayetteville. If we're being real, it, it like Friday night and Saturday night, just like the atmosphere around it. Like we walked, we're walking to tailgate and do things like that. And like somebody would yell woo pig or go hogs at somebody. And everybody would just not say anything back. It was the craziest experience. Like it wasn't crazy rowdy. It wasn't on top of you. Like all, like they advertise. Yeah. Like like we're we're comparing what the deal was. We're comparing that to our teams. Like if, if somebody said normal up here and they claim it to be like, you know, no, no, no. That's what I'm I'm saying. So like if somebody said go Hawks in Iowa city, somebody would definitely yell back, go Hawks. If somebody yelled go big red and in Lincoln, somebody would definitely finish the chant. Like we got like, we finished somebody's chant for somebody. No real Arkansas fan responded to this one guy that said go Hawks. I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it was weird. I don't think, I think it's hard to compare, but I will say this. I think, we went to a small Iowa school that had a 10 times of a better tailgating atmosphere and the 50 people that would tailgate than Arkansas. Now, I don't know uh, if we're giving them the benefit out. We didn't, you know, have like an in there. We were just kind of wandering yeah, and yeah. taking a feel yeah. for it. But I feel like if you have been to enough football games and tailgates, you can feel an atmosphere. I didn't really feel an atmosphere. I, I totally didn't. I didn't hate the live concert thing before. before no. The t- I didn't hate felt that. felt more family. The beer garden. Place. Yeah. They had a beer garden with a concert. Did not hate that. That was that was unique. I've never seen that before. As for the game atmosphere, it was fun calling the hogs. However, they did it a, a little bit too much. <laughs> and the seats, I thought the stadium was weird in the fact that they fill up both sidelines, but the end zones are all club seating on both yeah, sides, was, so they're not full. Well, yeah, got- and it steepens itself where we were. Like, everything's pretty – a pretty normal stadium on the bottom. In fact, from the bottom level where we were standing pregame, it looked pretty freaking cool. Like, yeah. it looked like things were on top of yourself. But when you got to the top, and I've never really sat in that kind of level of a stadium just because Kinnick's not built that. I've never been to an NFL game or anything. So it was a little bit different. Like, I felt like I wasn't in it, like, in the atmosphere. And I don't know if that, like, caused it not to be as loud. I'm sure it did. But it just like, wasn't, like, the top deck compared to Iowa State, in the top deck compared to Arkansas, I felt like I was watching it from an airplane. <laughs> it was <laughs> kind of out of it. When you get up that high, it's the best way to describe it. It's like you're watching a wide angle on TV because you can see things develop even better than you do on TV. But it's so oh, yeah. high that it's like you're not there sometimes. Your depth yeah. perception's there, but at the same time, a pass that's thrown 30 yards is in the air forever. It feels mm-hmm. like I'm there. Yeah. Like you just don't know when it comes down because there's no up or down. It's all, you know, left and right. It's like, it's like watching uh, Mega Bowl or whatever. We're Tech Mobile, you know, like yeah. like two D. It was like from watching something over there. An overall good experience and and fun. I don't think I would ever go back. Respect. Uh, shout out Piano Bar though. That was one of the best college bars I've ever seen. That yeah, was awesome. it was it was a good time. 
they had a bar there that was strictly piano and live music. Like they had electric guitar and, and other instruments, but everything was played on the piano at some point in the song. And it was fucking packed in a lot. I was going to say, oh, let's, let's not sell it short either. They're not playing like your classical jazz shit. They are going to do everything. Oh, they're talking like TikTok songs. Like yeah. they're talking about Mr. After Party. Like that place yeah. was crazy. It was awesome. Yeah, they could do it all. It was pretty great. Not going to lie. But fun trip and we'll never be back. Uh, next up on the docket, what are we thinking? We talked about this a little bit, but it's. I would, be a while. I would, I would love to do team recaps this week. Oh, we're gonna do team recaps. Oh, don't oh, you I, worry. Okay, I next. I, I was do. saying next up on the docket for our college football trip, but let's jump to that. Oh. I like it. No, I um, want. No, let's do the other one. Okay, um, that's such a long ways away. Yeah, but a you long gotta like, start thinking of, of ideas like. I'm not just going to pick from a pool of 130, you know, we're going to narrow it down. Yeah. Dickhead. Come on. Like you're not going to just pick one and go. You got to have ones you already want to go to kind of right. I would like to go to Knoxville and throw some shit at coaches. If (laughs) I would rather not go to an sec game again. Why? It's the best conference in football by a million. It's the best thing ever to exist. Yeah. You're a douchebag. Exactly. We're not going <laughs> We're not going to the Pac 12. I yeah. was thinking South Bend is kind of the same drive, same hours. So South Bend seems like, I mean, you got to cross that off your list. I'd it's go to fucking- South Bend, but I wanted like the other team they're playing. So I got to cheer for them. Good. That's, I'm with that, JP. That's fine. That's fine. I will be rooting for the Irish because you guys are atheists, but I will be rooting for <laughs> you. fucking atheists. I don't no, know. That's not going you're, you're an Irish for, fan or you're atheist. That's you're not going to root for God's team. Sorry. God's team? That's the Dallas Cowboys, buddy. <laughs> what are we talking God's about? God's college, God's college team. So yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> let's go to team recaps. Um, Iowa drops to number 11, and they lose to Purdue 24-7 to in an ugly fashion. Nebraska does the same, loses to Minnesota on the road by seven in ugly, ugly fashion. And Iowa State – wins at manhattan for the first time since 2004 so schaefer's smiling like a kid in a candy shop uh let's start with jp yeah no comment i'm just gonna be dead horse I mean, just... no everybody jp it's not fair you can't be no comment no, no no me and camden have stood on the throne for brutal losses to iowa and for that's where Nebraska, I live. Come on up Nebraska, here, JP. Come on, my throne. Losses. It is your turn, and everyone wants to hear an answer. Okay. Well, true answer is it's the same shit I've been beaten on for four weeks, and just finally beat us. Like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like it's. I understand that Petrus isn't the issue, but he's not the answer. He's just he's, a right yeah, now guy. He's, he's not helping. And, and Brian Ferentz has been good, but he hasn't been great. And it just it and. I don't even I don't even think he's been good. He's been below average, average. But at the same time, you can't call plays if we can't block on the offensive line. It doesn't matter if we can't run the football. Like it's the same thing I've been hitting on and hitting on, and it finally just kicked us in the ass. It was just happens to be that when your offense is also on the field for like three minutes out of the first half, the defense tends to get a little worse. Somehow still didn't give up twenty five points. Don't know how that happened. The best part about it was Iowa got Iowa. They lost the time of possession. They didn't do the little things, and it got they got marked at home. Um, that place was quiet. Here, Absolutely embarrassing. Here, here's a question that I was thinking about today: Who had a more impressive performance, Rondale Moore versus Ohio State three years ago, or Bell against Iowa this weekend? Well, David Bell's got like a thousand yards in three games against Iowa. So 
what the one three game, times. The one game though, they were both against top five teams on prime time. Who played probably better? Bell's? He played a better defense. Yeah, I don't remember that. Rondell Moore State did his at home against specific. the worst defense. Yeah, if I'm, I don't. Know. I just, it's the same thing I've been hitting on forever, and I don't know what it is about. This is another thing about the SEC, and then we went down there. More people. I wasn't wearing my Iowa gear. That, that was that was another thing just we forgot to mention. Bitching and moaning about Iowa is the biggest crybaby <laughs> move of all time. JT got <laughs> shit on so many again. times that made my trip. I could have was... shit on so many people back because they're just <laughs> fair weather fans. Like God, thank God Iowa lost. Like shut up, you fucking bum. What have you been irrelevant in the last twenty years? Like. You get mad when the same three, four teams get in the playoff, but when somebody new pokes their head into the top five, you're like burning the fucking house down. <laughs> we're walking out of a bar. We're walking out of a bar, and there is a seven-year-old child that goes, ooh, if Iowa loses, that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> this poor little Johnny thought it was going to be hilarious if Iowa lost. That, they're not Iowa fans down there. Um, okay, let's go to uh, Schaefer. How did you feel about Iowa State's win in Manhattan. Um, it was good. I, I definitely, like I said before, I thought we were the better team. We clearly showed that, but you could have never, you couldn't, you know, it was a toss-up going to Manhattan. Obviously, we haven't proven that the last eight trips we've been down there. So, but the better team showed up. If, uh, Matt Campbell could cross that one off his list and uh, just got to move on to this one. Big mm-hmm. one this weekend. I mean, you you had to have feel good when the first play goes for eighty five yards. Oh yeah, touchdown. I was I was. I mean, you guys were with me. I was I was fucking fired up. I was fired up, and I was finally. I was, sense of relief. I got pretty drunk Saturday night because of it. It was just a great, great feeling beating those guys because I absolutely hate those wannabe farmers down in Kansas. So. Oh my god. See, oh my me and JP oh were in this god. dumbest argument of all time. That's like when people who say. Oh, actually oh, helping farmers instead of American Eats. There farmers. we go. Just because they they're, farm and they farm a little wanna, different than you. They're a wannabe us. In they're every, an ag they school. They want to be you're Iowa, a wannabe them. They want to be Iowa State in every shape and form. They that's want to be Iowa State. So false. I believe that's so false. They're, uh, they're, they were you before you. Well, guess what? Bill Snyder can't save your entire program. Come back and save your program again. So, you're, I mean, he's gone. He's damn near dead. So you guys should just bury your football program. He is damn near dead. There's That's a, a fair point. Bill Snyder is a hundred. <laughs> I asked that on a podcast like three months back. If you could knock him out, if you knocked him out, would he die? Like, I think he, you could punch him once and he would die. It's that close. <laughs> okay. I'll jump to the other side. I'm kind of with JP in completely different boats, but same situations. Um, Nebraska's dynamite is is minnesota that's their kryptonite it's it's, that game has always been tough on us and it was a little scary walking in there um i didn't think we would lay an egg as much as we did but when i went back and i i watched the entire game over we did not execute in the red zone whatsoever have the ball in the nine yard line don't score have the ball in the 23 yard line don't score not a single point not a field goal when you do that against teams that are playing at home it's not going to be good so it didn't surprise me whatsoever. I don't think anybody played extremely bad. I think the defense was a little bit shaky, but they were kind of due for one of those. Um, so we, we live and we learn and we move on. We got a couple big games that we got coming up here. Um, Purdue is a lot more meaningful now than it would have been a week ago. And now you have, after that, Wisconsin and Ohio State. So it's going to be a tough road, but we move on. Okay, let's go to bet recaps. How do we bet this weekend, gentlemen? I believe we went 5-5 five and five as a podcast that's split and even. 
Um, if you can't do the math, that's 500. Um, and it went pretty average. I don't know what there is more to say about that. Um, Cincinnati looked really good. Uh, they covered easily. I, I like Cincinnati in the big spread. I'll tell you that much. Um, other than that, Arkansas fucked us up bad. That five and a half line murdered the entire trip. So how did you guys do? Two and two. Could have been. I just, I mean, I think I got beat on a bad read with Rutgers. I don't even know if I was a bad read. I just don't think they showed up. Um, and then Arizona State, I mean, how are you up 21-7, dominating the first half, and then not score and give up 28 or 35 in the second half? Bum Central. What are we doing? Yeah, that was play of the week, bums. by the way. Drops to 5-2, and two, however, how, a bounce just, back. Ugh. Bounce back is so We haven't due. been, like, just beat in a game in our play of the weeks. Like, but, like, that what was close the hell we got. happens to us? Like, time, fl- time flew by because I was like three beers in and we were dominating I and I thought it was a lot. I remember it. I and then like, I was, and then, yeah, I had a few more beers. 14. Time flew by 21. and I'm like, holy shit, is that 35 to 21? What the fuck yeah. happened? And then 42, 21. And I was like, did we not come out and play? They should have just stayed in the locker room. They'd have given up less points. Okay. <laughs> new bet of the week award. It doesn't have to be play of the week. It could be anybody on this podcast, but I'll start it off. The roller coaster of the week. Who had a bet that was a roller coaster? That would be me. And that would be over 44 and a half in the Georgia-Kentucky game. Let me tell you a little something about this. <laughs> Georgia is piss-pounding Kentucky. The total should have been hit at 45, but somehow Georgia did not make an extra point. Kentucky scores with seven seconds left after calling a timeout being down 30. They Mark score. For something. <laughs> yeah, he was. They, they <laughs> score. And then get the extra point block that would have pushed the over at 44. <laughs> Total ends at 43, and you lose the bet. So, fuck that. It should have been a push, and I should have actually had a winning weekend. But Kentucky fucked me, so I'll take the roller coaster of the week award in the first time of it ever being around. Okay, let's jump to college football. What are we on now? Week nine? Eight. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, eight. eight started in eight. I thought eight started the Tuesday games. So that'd been last week. No, because Iowa hadn't had a bye and they were six and oh, another six and one. So this would be eight. Okay, week eight of college football. That's pretty deep in the season, a little scary to think about. However, we're ready to go. We have a lot of picks this week. I have 10 myself to play the wait, week. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do the picks, I have our discussion thing that I wanted to. Okay, let's do two things before the picks then. Two quick things before the picks. What's the debate? All right, ready? Yep. I don't know if it's as much of a debate, but like... Just say the question. Hey, relax there, buddy. (laughs) If you were commissioner of college football, so like the NFL, but college football, what's the first thing you would change? It can be a rule. It can be anything like a team in a conference. It can be anything like that. First thing you would change. I would make every school sign the agreement to make NCAA football come back for video games. Done. Settled. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would. I would give a. I would put a cap on the NIL deals, and so you have to. You can only make a certain amount, and it's equal at every school. So Alabama or the SEC doesn't have an advantage over any team in the big 10 or the big 12. And hopefully now some kids will start choosing schools. Um, 
start choosing other schools and they'll be more spread out talent wise. I would also add at least three official visits that can be paid for right now. The limits five where a recruit can go on five official visit where travel hotel, everything's paid for. It should be eight or more. It should be eight to 10 because those kids earn the right to go on those visits and get things paid for because they work their ass off. So I would up that as well. But aren't official visits, isn't it always on a game day? Like official visits, always a game day. You imagine like uh, they don't traveling. have to be. Oh, I was gonna say, imagine traveling every weekend for a game. There's basketball recruits visit. that go to like football games or vice versa. Yeah, you know? I guess I've seen that. Yeah, wrestling. So, I would up that. What What would you do, Jordan? You know, I kind of went back and forth on this. I would say either between I don't know what you would call the rule, but I would try to keep everything as traditional as possible in the facet of keeping things that are rivalries intact. So like Texas and Texas A&M never would have stopped playing like Nebraska and Colorado never would have stopped playing in some way. I don't know how you would rule that simply because I don't want to keep teams from like growing into conferences. Cause I do think programs grow and, pro, and schools grow where they can go into a new conference, but you know, they'll they leave, leave a little tradition and history in the back. So I don't know what you would call it, but I would, I would just say reinstate like college football rivalries. rivalries that died. Yeah. Protect also. protected rivalries. I was just oh, saying, and my, I would expand the playoff. And no, that would no, be, yeah, no. Be at my, Twelve, and I'd only play eleven nope. games. Sorry, FCS. Nope, nope. Uh, yes. I was gonna say expand the playoffs, <laughs> yep. and mine is going to be six, and that the first or the four, three through six play in the first round, and the first two uh, teams in the country get a bye. That's mine. I don't think six is too low. It's just I, like ten. NFL, I'd be okay with like the NFL too. playoffs. Oh, and I would make every conference play a conference championship game again that's meaningful and at a neutral site on a field that says that conference yeah neutral back. sites should be a thing yeah. for conference titles i don't yes. know why they still do that places yeah bullshit um but we would change the game i'll tell you that much so that debate got fucked on right there we just answered everything you could ever want. also with you know we're talking about changes and things like that and moving of conferences there's a big announcement in the american athletic you know, that's big. That's that was, big. I mean, that's a big deal. It's moving six teams, Schaefer. So Conference USA is no longer or what? I mean, they're going to have to absorb the Sun Belt, but I think the Sun Belt's a way better in spot than Conference USA is in a lot of yeah. facets. That conference is going to be good, though. But when they combine up, that conference is going to be good top to bottom. As good as they are now. Top, Dude, top to middle. I, the American is not going to be considered like, not like it is now. Out, like yeah, it's I was just say an outside group or an outside power five conference. Like it is, it's brutal. Well, they're losing their main heat. So that Sunbelt's good. The Sunbelt may have just given us the best game of the year last night. Like if we're being honest. True. And, but okay, let's uh, jump to another topic that I for, almost forgot. Let's go to what's popping. What's popping? What is popping, Schaefer? What do you got for us? Uh, pretty basic one. Give me the NBA is back. Uh, basketball, I know I said basketball is returned, but now it is officially returned. We are in the regular season of the NBA. I am doing my best to try to give it some attention uh, in the heat You're of football. You're giving it so much season. attention, you speak monotone and how excited you are. This is just my voice. If you haven't figured that out by now, you're just a dumb – I mean, you are just an absolute like, dumbass. Man, I'm really excited to watch the NBA. I, I never said I was super That's excited. That's how I type emails at work. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I am super excited for you. You're like, thank you for all the help. It's been a great day. Hope you have an amazing day. You're just dead face. <laughs> yeah, just dead face typing away. 
feeling no emotion. But okay, I like that. What's popping? NBA is back. JP, have you bet it yet? I have not. It's thank God. If you bet on the NBA preseason, that's a like legitimate problem. No, the, the regular season. No, he's saying if you have already bet it. Oh, yeah. but the, I guess opening night was last night, so that'd have been your first little opening shot, night right? was two nights ago. Lat- no, it wasn't. The Bulls the played yesterday. Don't you're not a Bulls fan. <laughs> shut shut up. <laughs> they mm. three guys on their team. Boy, marketing. Um, Zach Levine, Lonzo no, Ball, and uh, Caruso. Isn't uh, okay, get fucked, nerd? Get fucked, nerd. Aren't Tyler Cook and Matt Thomas both on that team on the bench? Uh, I know Matt Thomas is. And I'm not sure about TC Cook. is on that team. I don't know if he's suits. JP, he's big Bulls guy. Also, uh, ah, their center. Yeah. Fuck. I recognize him every time. He's not a <laughs> Lopez, is he? Yeah, I think one of the. I think uh, Robin plays for him. I'm almost. Yeah, as I say, it is a Lopez. I say, come on. I don't know. Kobe if White still I don't there? Think, yeah, Captain JP Kobe just White. Google searched. Yeah, Captain Kobe White. No, I Kobe didn't. White. Google searched Chicago Bulls roster. Guys, I don't like the NBA, but like I kind of pay attention to Chicago because if I had to pick a team, that's who it'd be. Oh, Vucevic. You're thinking of? Uh, yeah, I had to. I had to look. It looks that like up. a Lopez. No, Lopez did not play. For, I don't know why I didn't think of. But Vucevic. he, his face. I thought he looked like one of the Lopez brothers. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Lopez brothers have afros. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know the regular season started until about 17 seconds ago when Schaefer said it did. So I'm in now. I like the NBA. I'm the expert here. Um, I'm way, way up in my NBA bets in my life because it's a monster parlays. So I'll be getting some picks out there for you guys. Don't you worry. Um, Okay. Okay. uh, JP, what's your what's popping? I got two. All right. All right, tell me. Number one. Yeah, well, we're ready. <laughs> the Sun Belt. Because I just said it earlier, they gave us a great game last night. They gave us whatever game last week. But this is going to be a fun little ride in the east, the Sun Belt. I mean, you have App, Coastal, um, other schools on that side that are really battling. Great game last night. I think I'm out on the teal helmet, though, for Coastal. I think that they should be bad. black or white. Me. It should yeah. not be teal. At least not a metallic teal. Like, it, it, it just didn't work, I don't think. And then, you know, I, I, if you're App State and you rush the field, I get you better ranked team. But I, I don't know. I feel like where their programs are are, like, pretty similar. But App's been up there the At whole time. At this point, everyone rushes the field. After I know, but I, and I'm not one to say anything about it. But I'm just saying I was kind of surprised they did. But that place was popping, Boone, North Carolina. Great time. Uh, second one would be losses. A lot of losses in my life right now. Iowa lost on Saturday. Chicago's lost every single game they've played. They're 0-3-1. And, and Denver has lost three straight. Might lose their fourth right here. So that's Welcome to the club, buddy. You, you had the last couple of weeks that I've had. Well, in 2015, Iowa went 12-0 and and Denver won a Super Bowl. So that was probably the best fall I've ever had. My teams haven't won shit. <laughs> um, what's popping for me? Uh, Dallas Stars hockey. Dallas Stars hockey is back and in full effect. They're two and two and oh. They've won in overtime and a shootout and got throttled in both regulation games that they've lost. That is Dallas Stars hockey. They're getting outshot by 20 shots a game, sitting in the defensive zone, not doing anything, and then just taking their chances. It's so fucking back. It's just watching. I was watching with my dad the other night, and he was getting mad. He's like, why can't we get the puck out of the zone? That's just what we do, man. If you're going to watch a hockey game this year and the Dallas Stars are involved, 
turn it the fuck off because you're going to be like, what is happening? Why is this team not getting beat eight to nothing? That's just how we work. So Dallas Stars back in full effect, and I'm excited for the season because they're actually not bad. So good, good. Let's go to college football picks now. Week eight, I remember that from when we just said it. One, two, three, a lot four, of five, picks five, on the eight. docket. Um, we have a lot of picks on deck. Play of the week is in. We will go roundtable style again. JP, myself, and Schaefer. JP, lead us Wait, off. Go whoa, ahead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to change the order. We keep losing. Did we not? We, that we didn't do that last week. Yeah, I, I've gone first last two weeks, I think. Yeah, but then I went Schaefer me. Let me let, – which winner just, do you guys want me to give you first? All right. Should I go Schaefer me, JP? I'm just saying we got to fix something. and Something's got to change here. Yeah, Schaefer me, JP. I like it. Mix up the batting order. I I gotta leave. You would know most about that, Schaefer. Your switch hitter. I yep yep. No nope. sides, baby. Nope, not, not, <laughs> no. Yep yep. <laughs> he said yep. Okay, go ahead, Schaefer. Lead us off. This is a family podcast. Put him in a bed. It is the family podcast. You guys are just uh, talking about how Bill Snyder's about to croak instead. <laughs> that is for the family. It is death Bill is Snyder death. Family Stadium. Death is inevitable. Okay, go ahead, Schaefer. Lead us off. Oh, man. Let's go first one since this was a very successful bet for me uh, last week. One of the few that I So won. excited about it. Can I just <laughs> I'm – I'm not going. Jordan, you go first. Give them a fucking loser. You go ahead. Give them a loser with all your positive attitude. All right. <laughs> fuck you both. I'll go first. I like Bama to cover 14 in the first half at home against Tennessee. Bama first half is one of the best bets in the entire world, and I'm going to ride this fucker because Tennessee is down bad. So I like Bama to be up by two touchdowns at the half. Go ahead, yeah. Hedden Hedden Hooker. Oh my. <laughs> Hedden Hooker is still questionable for Saturday. If he doesn't play and you have to um if you're Tennessee, you gotta play a backup. I'm slipping on his name at the moment. Um Milton. I'll say oh Joe Milton. Yeah. Bama could win by forty five and be up twenty eight at half. So yeah, I like those. That's just something they're gonna keep probably in their pocket till Friday or Saturday, whether he's playing or not. Okay, J- JP, you're you're up. All right, I hey, will take a positive voice, Jordan. <laughs> Why'd you we're say like a fourth tonight. grade teacher? We're hey, feisty. I'm I'm the life coach. I'm trying to get you out of your depression over there. It's okay to not be okay, but you got to be okay when you're with us. You know, I started fuming. this podcast on fucking fire this morning or this at Jesus Christ tonight. You can't even speak. Wanna... <laughs> you said Hooker like over your voice. You're tripping over. That's his that name, thing. Eden Hooker. Just go. That's, what do you mean? Okay, I'll take UAB minus 23 versus Rice. Uh, UAB is currently waiting to see if Hopkins plays for him at quarterback. If not, it'll be Johnston. Not really worried about it either way as both have very good – or a lot of quarterback experience and have been very solid for the Blazers. And Rice is a bad, bad offense. UAB, UAB plays great defense, as I've stated in weeks previous. Um, they're also having a – um, I can't remember what, exactly what the event is, but there's an event going around the game, and they're 3-0 and within those three games the past three years. So I will take UAB minus 23 versus Rice. Rice can't score, may not score more than 14. I just think this is a great spot for the Blazers to stay rolling. And must they had be, a shutout last week. Must be a big event. I, I can't remember the name of it. Relax. I'd like your bet more if you knew the event. All right, let me go find it. I can't remember the name of it. Sorry. I, hey, at least I knew there was one. <laughs> Okay, uh, while JP searches for yeah. it, let's uh, jump to Schaefer for a pick. Yep, no really, uh, not a whole lot of research into this one. We're just fading the Kansas train again. Yes. Until, until we fall off the tracks. 
Uh, Kansas at home, Oklahoma. We're taking Oklahoma minus 39. Uh, there's no reason this should not be under 40 points. I can't believe that it's not. Uh, Kansas continues Might be 42 nothing at half. Yeah, Kansas continues to give up 40 points in every single loss this season. Uh, one reason I like this pick is obviously Caleb Williams has been hot so far and he's got this offense going. But I'm excited to see Rattler in the game because you know this is going to be a blowout and Rattler will be in the game at some point. And I think this is kind of like uh, Rattler's going to come in and kind of light some fireworks up because he's going to be like, I'm not dead. I'm accepting my role. I'm a good teammate. I'm not that douche. Everybody says I am. I'm going to put up some stats, put up some yards. I'm going to beat. I'm going to take out my frustration on Kansas. So that's my thing. Kansas is 0-6 against the spread. And I, I like – it's a noon game. So Oklahoma will be get in, get out, kick their ass, get out of town, that kind of thing. So love that. Good pick. Uh, okay, back up to me. This is a pick that I'm just writing upon just a gut feeling. I like Washington to cover 10 in the first half at Arizona. I think Arizona is that bad. And Washington came into the season with so much hype that this is kind of the week that you're going to see flashes of it. I still don't think they're a very good football team, but Arizona leads the FBS with 18 straight conference losses. It's atrocious. That football team is in shambles. That program is in shambles. So I like Washington to be up by a touchdown and a field goal at half. People don't talk enough about how – truly poor Arizona is compared to like, you know, the Kansases of the world and Vanderbilt's of the world. They, nobody mentions Arizona. I'm pretty sure if I did my research, I think they have the biggest losing streak in FBS programs right now. So, I mean, they do. People, people just don't mention how truly horrific that they are. Their, their partners in crime over there are, they, it was UConn, then UNLV, and then Washington. I mean, not Washington, and then Arizona. But now it's UNLV and Arizona. Not good company oh, no, to be no. in. No, no, Hold on, hold on. Here's our – this is the best college football play. They have to be power five schools. Kansas, Vandy, Arizona. Who's our fourth team you're putting in, and who wins out of that? Uh, give me a Big Ten team. There's got to be a fucking terrible Big Ten team. I mean, Rutgers would be your only answer now. But Rutgers, would, I would easily pick Rutgers to win out of we that. We can't pick honest. Northwestern. Northwestern just beat them by two touchdowns. And you, can't pick, you can't pick Illinois because Illinois would still be a better team than all those. I think you, get, you can't be in the Big Ten. ACC? There's got to be a – am I missing oh, an yeah. ACC? Oh, yeah. ACC. You There's can get an ACC school. Duke. Yeah. Duke. Yeah, but Duke beat Kansas, I think, by a decent amount. But hey man, you're reaching. I'm trying to I'm trying to No, I know, you. no, I know. That's a good that's the worst good, team in reach conference. That, no, that's a good that's a good throw pick. an independent in there, throw UConn in there. Why yeah, not? UConn. Throw Fuck UConn Edward. again. Throw UConn again in there. Why they're an F, they're independent. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean that God, I that'd be a great that'd be a I great in that one I'm taking Kansas. Uh, and you're also taking a why. moment of silence. <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> um, okay, the pick got is Jason Bean. Throw pick, something at the wall. Hope it sticks. The pick was Washington minus ten. Over to Jordan. That's all that line is for the whole game. No, it's first half. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> like what? All right, for the anyway, whole game it's it's seventeen and a half. All right, so I found out what the game was, Schaefer. It's called the Children's Harbor Game. It's like an event and fundraiser thing they put on at UAB. It's also homecoming. So there's two things. Relax over there. Right? Sounds great. I just yep. needed to cool. let – you needed to all give right. people what the event was. Right. Can you stop talking? Let me pick. All right. Cool. Uh, I'll take Pitt minus three versus Clemson. Uh, this is actually 
and this feels like a, a rat game for a lot of people simply because you're like, Clemson's a dog to pit. Uh, well, yeah, they are because they can't score and Kenny Pickett's a god. All right. So Kenny Pickett has struggled against Clemson, though. Oh, that's fine. You I know, feel like hasn't, he's he hasn't some, struggled this year. It's a new year, Schaefer. I don't know if you've he's noticed. Battling that. some demons. Kenny Pickett has gotten – he hasn't gotten all the love around the country. A little bit of my fault because we were huge on him last year and we just haven't, you know, given him the love. Although we did bet on him at Tennessee. That worked out. We're going back to it. So Pickett's only thrown one interception and averaging over 330 through the air. Um, Pitt is only – or is ranked number one in the ACC in total defense. That's great because Syracuse handled a Clemson offense. NC State's done it. Clemson hasn't been very good. I still don't think this is the week they get it rolling. I think Pitt sees this opportunity to really um, extend their what? Put me on this as well. I have I have Pitt minus three as well. well I just well, think this it's is, this, this is an interesting spot because Clemson is finally an underdog. They've been just they're zero and six against the spread, but really that's been because they've just been huge favorites. Every single time, and finally Vegas is just like enough of this shit. Shaper, I mean, are you trying to are you trying to say you t- you're taking Clemson plus the points? No, 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 no. I'm oh, not, then shut I, your fucking I'm mouth. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's interesting because they finally Vegas finally turned the lines around, and that's fine. It would just be one gonna of those score things. 50. They finally figure it out. Just the way this season's been going, the way college football's been going, the ACC favorite, of course, Clemson would beat them in this spot. That's that's just what I'm saying. I'm just saying I know that Pitt's going to play good defense in Clemson. I just think Pitt's defense is good enough to slow them down even more than what they've done. So, and if I get panicky about it, I'll lay the money line and not worry about the line. But either way, I'm playing Pitt because I don't trust Clemson and I'm not going to be a simp for a school that can't play football this year. Give me the minus three. Mom ain't raised no bitch. Give me the minus three. I like it. Okay. Down to Schaefer. I'll stick with the same conference and it. An interesting line that's very similar as well. I have Don't NC do it. State. That, well, guess so. Okay, timeout. You tell me not to do this one, but you're gonna take. Yeah, but you've taken my last. I didn't say a fucking word already. You've oh, you off my board already. Oh, are you telling? Oh, sorry. You're saying you have. I thought you were telling me don't take this bet. You no, have this on your board. I was saying you've taken two off my board already. Ah, uh, and- well, we're already going there. The listeners want to hear it. NC State minus three and a half against Miami. Like the Clemson game, this is just an interesting line because there's no reason uh, a top team in the ACC and NC State should be only a three-point favorite against a terrible Miami team. I understand with Van Dyke uh, taking the role of the starting position under center since De'Aaron King's been out, the offense has actually been more uh, productive and the games have been closer. But there's no reason NC State – doesn't play with more motivation. They have so much more going for them right now, and they have so much more to play for than Miami does. And yeah. I really think that Diaz is, is going to get fired. I think that it's kind of over for them. And the more you lose these close games, your morale goes down and down and down. And NC State was going to want to come in there playing a bigger image team. And those little dogs like NC State, they want to kick the shit out of them, especially on years where – those teams are down. So uh, Leary's been playing awesome. He's completing 67% of his throws. This is a really good offense that can keep up with Van Dyke and Miami's offense if they decide to score points. So, but I think NC State's defense is really good. I think they're going to do just fine. However, I still feel comfortable if they're giving up points, NC State can hang in there with them and get a win on the road. So, Yeah, this is the only difference between the game that I was talking about and the one you are talking about is NC State goes to Miami and Clemson comes to Pitt. Um, 
but it, I don't think it should matter. I don't think Miami's very good. They've been a little bit scrappy, but it's not like they've been scrappy against the top part of the ACC. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think this is just a spot where NC State kind of stays on it. They got a big it, win last week, but they also didn't have to like flex and stress out the whole game. They got up and they just cruised. That's what I'm saying. That, that's my thing with Vegas is like, are you doubting them on the road again? I mean, they clearly proved it last week what they can do against this good teams on the road. This is the same exact line, is it not? It, it, yeah, it's like three, three and a half is whatever it was. Yeah, I, and I have NC State season win total over six and a half, so I'd love this to be a win and to win my, by more than three. And so I'm going to take you're it. You're chilling I'm, right now. I, I'm loving it. So I'm going to ride the wave, baby. Or, or crazy thought of the day. Now, don't yell at me. I play Miami's money line and win the same amount back that I would get. Ah, that would be stupid, though, because if it hits and I, that Let misses, yeah. it ride. No, Don't I'm just saying, a like, it's a, it's a thing for later. But, you know, truly, I think Leary's an absolute animal. And that defense would be even better if they didn't suffer from the injuries they had week two to Peyton, William, or Peyton Wilson sorry, um, early. It, just to see what they continue to do, I'm all in on the pack, man. Yep, the the, the uh, separation. These are the undefeated slash, I guess, undefeated teams in conference right now, Wake Forest, uh, Pitt, and NC State all have very losable and huge games this weekend. Mm-hmm. So the separation in the ACC could get very interesting after this week. True. Good pick. I like that as well. I didn't have it. Now I'm adding it because I didn't even really pay attention to that line, but NC State is the better team there. Okay, I'm jumping to a different, a different, different page. I'll tell, I promise you that. I'm going to keep writing Cincinnati's big spreads, and I'm going to take them minus 28 on the road at Navy. Navy is not a good football team. I think a Luke Fickle Cincinnati defense really handles them there on, on the road. I don't think it matters. Like we talked about before, Desmond Ritter trying to keep his Heisman campaign going. Um, has to play well. You're going to see him a lot of the game. Obviously, they've been putting up big numbers on offense. I think they do the same this week against a very, very below average Navy defense, and I think you see at least a 42-point win at Navy. Okay, JP. So I have officially ran out of plays because I've had two taken, and <laughs> one's the play of the week. Don't worry, I have, I have, I have a few for you, JP. So I, can be I also have a few for you. I can be convinced in some spots, but I'll start with this lean. And on – and we talked about it. I texted. No, no, no. Don't go to leans. Don't go to leans. I don't have because we got actual plays. Yeah, but you you guys don't play in this game. Uh, are you sure? I'm positive. Oh, I'd be stunned picks. if you were. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me give one more pick then, because I, I don't want it to be this. I'm taking Louisiana Monroe plus 14 at home against you. Wow. I'm betting on that team. South wow. Alabama. Wow. I like Louisiana Monroe in this spot plus the points. They're coming off a massive, massive game. So give me Louisiana Monroe based upon confidence. I like them plus 14 at home. It's a sleeper South Alabama team. but yeah, They I said that. Agree. I mean, they <laughs> confidence, baby. Confidence <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm going to stay away from both those teams. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm going to go back to the Big 12. I got Kansas State uh, pick them in Lubbock this weekend. Oh, I just feel line. like it's strange line, but guess what? It, I feel it, like we're it, just like reaching. We're just reaching, you know what? Here's waiting the, to get smacked. Like, no, no you knew no, the no, answer. No, no, that's what exactly my point. Just like this NC State game, the better teams are – these lines are very bizarre for the better team. And if I lose because of this, fine. I am to the point where I'm done getting outsmarted, if that's even a fucking word. I'm 
done overthinking. Outwitted, I think, I am, is what you were looking for. Sure. I am just strictly <laughs> picking the better fucking team. I don't care anymore. Kansas State is the better team. You cannot convince me otherwise. Texas Tech has won some decently impressive games. They beat – I mean, they will beat West Virginia, who has been arguably the biggest disappointment in the Big 12. With you, if, when they can't run with Letty Brown, Jared Deggy is the worst quarterback in the Big 12. Kansas State has lost three straight. Well, here's the three teams they've lost to. Iowa State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, the top three teams in the Big 12. You, they've lost to some very good football teams, and they put up fights in every single one. They're finally getting a relaxed, relaxed defense at Texas Tech. Texas Tech is very poor on defense. They've given up 14 touchdowns through the air. I think it's time Skylar Thompson gets his mojo back. And also, I think Deuce Vaughn is due for a big game, too, to run all over this defense. I, they talk about this Texas Tech offense being able to put up points. I think K-State's going to be just fine, and I don't think Columbia is, has even been challenged by a defense yet ever since uh, Tyler Shuck's been out. So give me Kansas State, pick them on the road, getting back to their win total because they need it for the win total right now, and they need to win this game for bowl eligibility. Purposes. Put me on that as well, K-State plus one. I like that pick a lot. Um, okay, I'm going to jump to another side of things that I don't know if Schaefer's going to love hearing this, but I like Iowa State to cover minus four in the first half against Oklahoma State. You have to look at it. You have to look at it in the grand scheme of things. This is a massive revenge game. You're talking about an Iowa State team that probably makes the college football playoff last year if they don't lose that game in Stillwater. So I like a loud crowd at Jack Trice to give them a four-point lead going into the half. Obviously, I feel comfortable in that backfield. I think Brees Hall has a day, and I think Oklahoma's escaped out of games that they honestly shouldn't have won, one of them being at Boise State. So I like Iowa State to cover minus four in the first half. I do think Oklahoma State has a very overrated offense. I think that Spencer Sanders has not proven really anything this year. I think that they can run the ball very well. Um, They have a very solid running back. Defensively, they're easily top. 15 but I mean we've seen Iowa's defense so nothing at this point scares me defensively of what we're going to see I know that we've played Kansas State and I know we've played Kansas but the offense and the confidence in our offense just looks like it's back it's October we do this time and time again however the one team that gives us problems in October is Oklahoma State and Gundy has had Campbell's name the last couple of years revenge game baby and we have lost the last two at home I agree. I, I agree. It's a perfect revenge spot, especially since they are the fa- uh, they're the higher ranked team. They're undefeated. It's a way better spot. They've usually gotten us when we were the better team and we were ranked. So, that being said, Iowa State's been in this situation before. Really wish it was a night game. I feel like that would intensify it even a little more. Um, but seven is interesting. I, I people that line outside, sucks. Yeah, people outside the country or outside the state of Iowa and the Midwest are hammering Oklahoma State, which I would I would lead Oklahoma should, State as well. They, or the they have they have reasons to pick Oklahoma State. That's fine. But I've watched both of these teams very much this year. I know what I'm getting out of both teams and win or lose, I will sit on the throne of Iowa State is the better team. No if ands or buts about it. I just think that they are. I took the four. I don't like the seven. I don't think I would play the under in this, if anything. I just looking at this seven is a crazy amount. Unless you're giving them, that's telling me on a neutral site you probably has them four point favorites, which is fine. But just 
seven, man. Like, I feel like they would have adjusted that down to like five, five and a half, somewhere in the Vegas world rather than, you know. This just seven. gives me, this gives me uh, West Virginia vibes when, um, when Greer and them came into town and they were six. I think they were undefeated as well. Iowa State was unranked and kind of slept on and just, they just whooped on them. And, I don't know. I kind of see that same thing going. I'm kind of glad we didn't get ranked this week. Still going under the radar, kind of trying to get back into the into the college football picture. Um, I don't know. The defense travels though, man. Oklahoma State plays really good defense, and I don't think people are overhyping their offense. I think they know that they're getting from Spencer Sanders and everyone else. They have a really good running game right now. Yeah. They ran the last four games. They've had over a rush over 100 yards. They. They are, they're just like, they're not flashy. They're not going to blow you away. Like, they run the ball well and they play good defense and they try to keep it down. They're the same thing as was, Iowa State. Well, yeah, I would say Sanders has not seen a defense like Iowa State all But he, he doesn't need, like, he's seen them before and it's the same team. Not, I mean, and, and this defense is better, though. But it's seven been points the same better, guys. Shane, I'm not talking about win or lose, which uh, I like, it's seven points better. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I, I could see us coming out, and they can only score 14 points in this game. To be you could only score 14 points. You've shown problems <laughs> on offense too. Like that's what I'm saying is like that's why it's so. But Brees, Brees is Brees has had great success for Oklahoma State in the past. Great well, success. Brees, but Brees has also been susceptible to everything on the offense being shut down, and he's the only one making plays. Got him. Um, I think it's gonna be a good game. I, I'm excited to watch it, but I like the four. I think the seven's a stank ass line. I'm just I'm excited for it too. I'm just saying that's why I'm like want to stay away. Anything I'd play the under, but like seven is nuts to me. Um, okay, yeah. let's go do. Do you have any more picks, Schaefer? Oh yeah, yeah you do because you. I want you to convince me on this one. I don't know which one you think. Do you? Yeah, know, you do. Do you have all my picks? Do you actually know what? I'm looking at them. Okay, but I I I just want you to convince me on this one because I'll I would do save, it. Save I'll save the one I think you're talking about for last. Damn I'll give you my next one. New Mexico at Wyoming. I've taken Wyoming once this season. They've done me well. So I have this is the one I wanted you to convince me on, damn it. Wyoming is not playing very good football right now. However, their last two games were against some of the best teams in the conference in Air Force and Fresno State. Those are two very good teams. I can't stress this enough how fucking bad New Mexico is. Specifically, on offense. Last week against Colorado State, my Rams, they had 76 total yards, including 11 passing yards. 11. They haven't scored more than 13 points in their last five games, and they're out on the average in 14. Xavier Valade needs to get the running game going. Sean Chambers needs to show up. He needs to be efficient through the passing game. Wyoming's a decent team. This is a team that can get six wins. They got to bounce back. They've had two bad weeks. They got to just get it back, beat the shit out of this terrible New Mexico team who can't put up points, and get a good win. That's that's what. Okay, I mean. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. But I, I want to add something <laughs> to that. I want to add something to that. You got to remember, Wyoming's defense is, hasn't been like in the spotlight. You like you think about like the last couple of years when we talk about betting on Wyoming, which just seems to pop up a ton. We always talk about the run game and what they've had in the run game. Wyoming's defense is ranked in the top 30 in total yards given up. They're ranked in the top 10 in pass yards given up. And on the flip side, their offense 
it ranks outside the top 100 in pass because at 172, but that's because they run for 160 yards a game. Like, yeah, that's what they do. They control games. So I like I like the 20 because they're going to score on the possessions possessions they have and then limit the possessions they give New Mexico. I so, think yeah, it just any fair any, enough. I'm in on that one. Yeah, any defense looks good against this New Mexico offense. Just just yeah. really putting that out there as well. I just they've. Wyoming sneaky with the running back game out there. I mean, they yeah. bring in some backs in that place. Yep. Let's go to Wyoming. Let's go to Laramie next year. That's yeah. That was one I had on my list. Laramie would be fun. <laughs> the Grand, highest stadium in the I country. Would, I'd love to go to the Gold Boise the, State. Gold, Wyoming. The, let me uh, let me ask you this. I know you already talked about it, but Wyoming coming off two back to back weeks that they look awful on the offensive side of the ball. What makes you feel so different? Just because it's New Mexico? I mean, you're coming off a 24-14 to loss against Air Force and a, and a shutout loss at home against a pretty good Fresno State team. So that, I mean, you get a little bit of a pass there. But that offense not putting up any points in that game at home? I just think it's kind of similar to my Kansas State pick. I think that the talent is still there. Um, it's proven in the past. Like last year, the talent is there to win these games. Uh, and when you see two good teams like this, it's kind of like a refresh uh, to pl- uh, to play a team like New Mexico or to play a team like Kansas, like Iowa State, specifically against Baylor or Iowa. Look at the bounce back games they've had against terrible teams. When you're the more talented team playing a very bad team, you're refreshed. You look at it as a game that you just need to regroup and get the season starting going again. So I that's kind of just what I see. They're, the defense is that – Fresno State and Air Force threw at Wyoming is going to be night and day for what New Mexico has. Air to Force, offer. very good football team. Underrated. Air Force is they a might very, win this yes, weekend. They are a very good football team. So that, that I don't take that too seriously after getting beat pretty bad by Air Force. Okay, fair answer. I like the, I like the pick. Uh, I will not be playing it. Okay, any more picks, Schaefer? You have one more. Wait, one more. And I'd like to say before this, I dropped. Louisiana Monroe plus 14, and I added what your last pick is because I didn't even pay attention to that line, but I love it because they're rolling. Go ahead. What? Wyoming or the one I'm about to give? The one you're about to give. Okay, good. Everybody needs to play this game because you're probably going to be watching it. There's not a whole lot of games to be offered. Uh, what time is that night, game? This, this is a night game, isn't it? Yeah. This, oh, it this, is? Okay. Yeah, this is the ABC night game. Give me Ohio State. Minus 21 on the road at Indiana. Here's the deal. Primetime ABC, and this is a hot Ohio State team that hasn't been in the spotlight in a few weeks. And, when, and behind the scenes, they've been absolutely destroying teams. Their average margin of victory is over 49 points. I know they haven't been playing anybody great, but what the fuck is Indiana going to present to them? They're no better or no worse than Maryland. Okay, maybe Rutgers is better or worse, but Indiana's not very good. And Indiana last year, if everybody remembers that game, it was a big game. Okay, they were down 21 points, and they came back and stormed back in that game. This team's got fight. Okay, so Ohio State's going to want to keep their foot on the gas, and they're not letting that team back into it this year. They want to bury Indiana in their high hopes that they had this season. And listen to this stat. In the three Big Ten games that they've played, Indiana scored 21 points. That is not good. Not good. Not good. And Ohio State's defense has been looking a lot better. 
And I, like I said before, I know that they haven't been playing good teams, but this is a defense that is clicking. And when you in the, the, you're doing it at the pace that they are and the way that they're doing it, I don't think Indiana is going to scare them. They're not. And this is an Ohio state team. That's kind of getting their swagger back. They're like, we're the fucking college. I got my swagger back. The college football playoff team that everybody thinks we are. This is a good spot for them to get back. And then everybody's going to be talking about them on Monday. Look at Ohio State and what they did to Indiana, beating their ass on national television. They should be back in the playoff, and they're back in the conversation again. So that's what I got. Ohio State minus 21. Great pick. Put me on it. Okay. I think that's all. Do we have any leans that we want to share? Yes, as well as some shout-out for games that need to get more attention that aren't. All right. One, my lean, my lean, this line is weird as hell. I told Schaefer about it earlier in the week or yesterday about what Stanford Steve and the Bear thought about it. Purdue plus three versus Wisconsin at home. This doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, I get that there's an overreaction to a game, and this is a big spot. Public probably is all over Purdue, but money's juiced to Wisconsin on the minus three. And you're, you're looking at a Wisconsin team that has been playing very well on a Purdue team that just came off a record high. But here's what makes me come back to it is the fact that Purdue plays really, really good defense under like very good defense. They're ranked, you know, very high in the big 10 in their numbers. Wisconsin's defense has stayed very good and Purdue's offense has shown life in games. Wisconsin's has yet to show any life. So what makes me think that now when they go on the road to Purdue's probably feeling themselves a little bit, that Mertz and that offense are going to start scoring points. I mean, they just scored – they scored 20 points on uh, Army last week. Respect to Army because Army's solid. I had Army in that game. But why are they just now going to – like, this is a better defense than Army they're going to play. So, I would lean I think, plus the three and money I, line here. I think Wisconsin's much, very similar to Clemson. And just for some reason, Vegas just thinks that they're more talented or power index-wise. I don't understand it. They're always – they always get the benefit of the line – and they're always favored or closer than they should. Mm. It's, it's just, it's I don't know. Weird. It is a weird line. And then it, back to another weird line. We just talked about them. Let's we'll talk about them again. Wake Forest and Army. I've been on Wake on this. I've been on Army on this. Wake's favored by three. And I think the over-under is like 52. I would lean under here. But I'd also lean – I couldn't lean the line because I've been on both sides of it. Well, I, kudos to our friends at – you know, Stanford, Steve, and the Bear, but I'm going to be honest here. I know that they're high on Army. You pick Wake Forest in this spot. This is a huge game for them. They, they, this is a, supposed to be a sleeper spot for them. Army's Force coming has in. taken a couple scary ones the last couple weeks. But Deeks, Deeks are on hot red alert, and they know they can't defend the run, and Army runs the ball over everybody. So you got to – I mean, that's why the people are pumping the brakes a little bit. But I would I, – I agree with you. Like, they've been scared so many times, and now this is the weekend. They're yeah, they got, they got to wake up. Um, yeah, very underrated game of the weekend. And they're not going to turn the ball over. Like, it's a limited yeah. possession game. That's why I think the under is not a bad play, but I could see Army gashing them for big runs. I was just saying. And then – I'm just excited your, to watch the game. No, you're good. I was just saying, <laughs> another good game you might want to watch if you can find it. I don't know if it's going to be on – it'll probably be on CBS Sports Network, actually. San Diego State at Air Force. Oh, yeah. This it's, is going to be great. That's a very Force. underrated game nobody's looking at. But, okay, answer this for me. And be honest, I don't – because I don't really – you can't just shut me down and say, no, that's not. Because it's worth an argument. Is Iowa State and Oklahoma State the game of the weekend? 
because I've double checked the schedule. I have triple checked the schedule. Mm. What could give me another game that nationally? Should, Are you saying nationally? Just just like two good teams playing each. Like, what's another game? I'm I'm scrolling through. Well, we this. just talked. We talked about two. I mean, no, not really, because Purdue and Wisconsin aren't good football. No, teams. and like Notre Dame's USC. USC sucks. And Air Force and San Diego State, people just Pitt, don't pay Clemson, I argue with you. Yeah, that's the only one. That's that's if yeah, that's if the Clemson shows up and it's actually I, that's the one I thought of. We don't want that like, to be a close game. We want yeah. If Clemson and Pitt, to blow them out. If is Clemson, UCLA and Oregon not in this, or what's going on here? I mean, that's yeah, got to be in the Pac twelve, Pac twelve, Pac twelve. We're yeah, all that's the it's like can, it's like continue yeah. to do what they do. I said I said last week if Arizona State doesn't win this game, I'm done with the Pac twelve because it's a joke. Yep, the joke. I said that I said that they were, at the beginning of the year they were going to beat up on each other and they're irrelevant. It's the same shit every single year. And without Verdal, you fans that think that they can say something because you don't even go to the games, so you can't tell me you're relevant. Yeah. All right. I was just and then Verdal being out for for Oregon is just devastating. And yeah, with that, with him out, Oregon doesn't stand a chance, and the Pac-12 doesn't stand a chance. So, like, I just don't want to hear that argument. So I'm I'm going to say it. I I think that Iowa State, Oklahoma <laughs> State is. Is the best game of the weekend. I don't care you broke your elbow. I'm going to say it. Don't make me say it. (laughs) I don't care about Pac-12 football. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that wraps up college football picks and leans for the weekend. There's a lot of plays in there, except for the most important one. The play of the week is in. It's another bounce back week for the play of the week. It stands at 5-2. and Last time we lost one of these, we won the next week. So jump on it, ride it. The play of the week has landed and it is creating 15 men and if you don't understand that you should now we're taking the 12th man the Aggies at home against a very below average South Carolina team 19 and a half is the line we like Texas A&M to cover that line and why so I just think it's gonna be tough for South Carolina to score points I mean they're going into Kyle Field at night and a very good um, Texas A&M defense with a great front Um, they're gonna have to protect Nolan and I don't know if they can. So I don't know if they're going to score many points. I think Calzada's kind of come into his own. Hey, by the way, they're supposed to uh, have a letdown last week against Missouri. That didn't work out too well. So AM rolling, playing better football. I just think they can put up a number on a team that can't score here. Yeah, I was going to say AM is rolling right now. That's kind of a train you don't really want to stand in the way of. Uh, shout out to Zeb Nolan. Story of the year, GA turned player, but. I mean, that's about as good as it gets for the South Carolina team. They're just a bad overall football team. And that, that win against Vanderbilt last week, last second drive, unfortunately, is going to probably be their last win of the season. And, yeah, A&M is just going to give it to them. <laughs> Plain and simple. Just going to give it to them. <laughs> I love that. Okay, 19 and a half. That's the play of the week, Texas A&M. Um, that will probably be released tonight um, so you can get the pick in. All right, let's jump to other sports. The NHL is back. The NBA is back. And, of course, the NFL is still lingering around. Do you guys have plays for any of the three sports that I just named? If so, go ahead. I mean, I think we're an NFL podcast. Fuck me. I I feel like we give out so many winners in the NFL, and we're we're underrated as an NFL podcast. What? What? I mean, I've hit two parlays this year, and that, that's about – actually, I won the Colts bet last weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. You might want to roll with them again this weekend. Big one. Big-time homer weekend Big for one. Schaefer. Big, 
big game. Big game for both my teams. I could be very sad come Monday morning. Could be very, very, very sad again. Yes, <laughs> you absolutely could. Or I could be all-time high. I could be just soaring Monday morning. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, okay, I'll start it off. I'll go to hockey. Um, Friday night, so that's tonight. You have to place these bets as soon as you're listening. Hopefully you're getting it in the morning. I like the Buffalo Sabres plus 170 on the money line at home against Boston. I think it's a good spot for a Sabres team that started off the year red hot. Um, they're 3-0 and and Boston's 1-1. and This Buffalo crowd's going to be nuts. They've been waiting for their hockey team to be somewhat competitive, so I like them to steal one at home against a pretty good Boston Bruins team. Plus 170, I love that pick. Okay. Uh, I would lean over six Edmonton Vegas Friday night. I just think it's two teams that have continued to score goals. And if we're being completely honest, Edmonton's looked solid. They're, you know, 3-0 and at the moment. Um, Vegas has looked good too, but they're giving up goals and they're scoring a ton. So I would lean over six there Friday night. Yeah, fuck that hockey bullshit. Nobody wants to listen to that. Let me give you a football pick. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Cardinals again this week. I said last week they were going to beat the Browns, which they did. This team is legit. I know that they usually slow down uh, in the month of October, but this is a really good football team, and they're 5-1 and one against the spread. 17.5 is a giant number in the NFL, but I don't know if you guys have watched Houston this year. Probably not, but they're absolutely terrible. And Davis Mills might be the worst quarterback I have ever watched in the last five years. He, he is very bad. He can't get this offense moving. J.J. Watt, home, little home – not homecoming because they're going to Arizona, but a reunion with his old teammates. Going to be an emotional one. I think they're going to come fired up, beat the fucking tar off them at home. Uh, <laughs> Family podcast, eh? Yeah, let me, uh, let me give you another one. What do we got here? What no, got? okay. Here's how I work with my NFL bets. As we're talking about things throughout this podcast, I'll scroll through the lines, and I usually pick a few and make a parlay. Um, it's worked, so I keep riding that fucking wave. Um, my play of the week for the NFL, Green Bay, first half minus five and a half at home against a really, really bad Washington football team defense. So give me Green Bay to be up by a touchdown at half. Yeah, that, I, I like that play just for the game in general, seven and a half. I think Washington football team's defense, like you said, is just it's just atrocious. They're one and five against the spread. Green Bay is looking like a – Big Super Bowl contender moving forward. They finally woke up after that. I don't even know what that first game was. Yeah, against New Orleans. And seriously, highly considerate listeners. Colts, plus four, <laughs> on the road, Sunday night. I have given you the Colts winners, okay? Uh, Baltimore, they covered. They didn't win. Don't bring it up. Last week, Parks loved them against Houston. Covered. Miami. Covered. They're four and two against the spread. Divorce I had that too. Divorce Buckner's playing his former team uh, since the Super Bowl loss a couple of years ago. He's going to be an absolute monster. I think we're getting a couple of guys back on the offensive line, and this team is rolling right now. We should have won against Baltimore. Carson Wentz is playing very good football, and it's going unnoticed. So on the biggest stage Sunday night, Carson Wentz shows out. The defense comes fired up. And we might fuck around and get a win. I don't also hate under 50 Tampa Bay and Chicago. Um, okay. JP, do you have any NFL plays? 
Uh, I don't really like getting the lines all that much. I would say Atlanta minus two and a half versus Miami would be the only one. Miami coming back from a London disappointment. And it's been a, probably a weird week for them. They've had, you know, to fly back and do that whole routine of I admire that. I admire that because Atlanta's fucking horrible. So to lay fine. The, the, fine. the points on that, that takes balls. Two. That, that depends if they let Tua throw it 90 times again because he's bad. <laughs> Dude, he's not been very good in that offense. That whole team has been such a letdown this year after their, what they're expected to do. Um, they're expected to be pretty competitive in that division, and they have just found ways to lose games. I think it really set off on that overtime loss in Las Vegas. So that team just fell downhill. That team is bad. So it's a, it's a toilet bowl, but I guess Atlanta is riding a little bit more of a high than Miami is. That's for damn sure. So, any more NFL plays? No, but oh. I have one that you have to play no matter what in the NHL. Jesus. What's that? You have to. It's a guarantee. You have to do it. What? I mean, what is it? Seattle Kraken open their NHL careers at home on Saturday night. I will they haven't take played a Seattle home game Kraken. yet? Nope. Neither of the stars. At home. They open Climate Pledge Arena. They play at home Saturday night against the Vancouver Canucks. And that will be a border battle, a little bit of a rivalry going on there. Minus 110, basically a pick em right now if you go get it on DraftKings or on – I'm not sure it will be on Viget yet, but when it is on Viget, take the Kraken. I like that pick. Opening night at home is kind of big for teams, especially Vegas. I've rode Vegas on their opening night at home every fucking year. Pretty I think good bet. it's going to be really cool because, like, that arena is where, like, the Sonics played and they renovated all of it. And so they're bringing back hockey to Seattle. They're – I just think it's going to be crazy, raucous crowd in Saturday night in Seattle. So, yeah, I like that play. Um, the line on Viget is going to be there, and it will probably be one twenty in favor of Seattle's money line. Um, what's the the puck lines uh, points on that? Is oh, there? I, it was plus plus two oh five. Yeah, give me that. Give me that motherfucker. Seattle plus. Plus 205 minus one and a half. Give me a little empty netter at the end. I love a good puck line. Puck line, Jesus, we need you. Um, okay. That wraps up picks for the week. That is pretty much everything we need to talk about. However, before we go, we do want to mention one more time our friends over at Bigot. There is a new contest going on where you can be entered to win two Super Bowl tickets. You would be able to go to the game because of the Bigot app. All you have to do is, if you already have the app, join their betting league. It is under the name NFL Super Bowl Contest. Pretty straightforward. The passcode you need to get in, NFL4847. That's it. You're in the league. You win your NFL bets, go up. You get weekly. There's weekly winners to be named, to be have their name entered in a drawing. If you're pulled, you win two tickets Super Bowl. Simple as that. That's probably a fucking 3000 at least $3,000 value. You can go to the Super Bowl for free thanks to our friends at Bigot. Download Bigot. Get into that betting league and win two tickets to the Super Bowl. Simple as that. Now that we're done, I'm going to let mm, – I'll let JP pick the song to play us out. Come. No, canceled. Fucking oh, canceled. Oh, okay, well, JP lost his privileges. Let me give you a song. Let me give you a song there, Parks. No. All, right. All right, somebody give no. me a song. It's going to be right now. Give, give me Ambition for This Cash by Key Glock because we're locked in. We're getting this fucking money this weekend. We're winning. That JP, like a bad song. 
Well, don't fucking antagonize me like you, that. You Let's fucking win some money. Let's go, baby. You shit, you should have given us the blues song. It fucking worked for you guys that time. It'd just be a train. Like a choo choo train. Okay, the song's already like playing. <laughs> really great episode. We gave you a lot of winners. It's been fun. We'll see you next time for episode 40. But thanks for listening to episode 39. We'll see you next time. Go clones. Nigga, I told that Gizak with a passion. And I took a whole lot of shit because I can bag it. Bitch, my heart cold. My last name Montclair. My pockets fat, swole. No, I don't eat pears. Ain't trapping, ain't dead. These niggas just queer. I'm sipping color purple syrup. Balling hard just like the beer. Yeah, and Larry Bird. I'm shooting shit. I know you heard. Ten toes never in no hurt. Nigga, I call shots. Money talking, what's the word? Hey, I pray, but don't go to church. Don't ask me to stay the first. Can't trust no hoe, this devil word. Yeah, I know the devil word. And I know that no. Something never sitting on my ass